भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तयमुदीर नष्टाभद्रेशो निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिके Shut up. 
One is gradually purified one cultivates knowledge even through mental speculation and strictly follows the regulated principles enjoined in Shastras and explained in his verse. Therefore, the platform of jnana, security knowledge, is better than the platform of karma, fruitive action. There is every chance of falling on the platform of karma to hellish conditions. But on the platform of jnana, one is saved from hellish life, although one is still not completely free from infection. The difficulty is that on the platform of jnana, one thinks that he is being liberated and has become Narayana or Bhagavan. This is another face of ignorance. Ye anye haradindaksha bhukta maninaha tvayasta bhavat anishutta buddhayaha arushya prichrena param palantataha patantya bho anabhuta yushmanantayaha because of ignorance, one speculatively thinks himself liberated from material contamination, although actually he is not. Therefore, even if one rises to Brahma, Jnana, understanding Brahma, one nevertheless falls down because of not taking shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. Nonetheless, Jnanis at least know what is sinful and what is pious and very cautiously act according to the injunctions of the Shastra. This particular chapter entitled The History of the Life of the Jamila begins with a very interesting question by Parikshit Maharaj. Parikshit Maharaj has heard in the end of the fifth canto the description of the hellish plants. As a Vaishnava, he is Paradukhe He is unhappy about others' distress. And therefore, he is inquiring from Sukhare Goswami Is there any way people's suffering in hellish conditions can be? Relieved of their suffering. So then Shri Goswami replies that even if one has acted sinfully. If before death comes, one performs proper atonement according to the scriptural directions, then one is saved from going to hell. So therefore the Shastras say that One should atone for sinful activities committed knowingly or unknowingly, maybe even in this life or previous life. According to Shastric direction, and one should be saved 
man can be saved from going to hell, from suffering this punishment. Then Parikshit Maharaj, being very intelligent, he says, what is the use of this atonement? Prayashita. Especially the method of Prayashita as recommended in the Karmakanda portion of the Vedas. As you might be aware, there are three sections of different injunctions in the Vedas Karmakanda, Yanakanda, and Upasanakanda. So they correspond to the Activities or actions performed on the platform of karma, jnana, and bhakti. So, first recommendation Shukadeva Goswami gives is pertaining to acting on the platform of karma. On the platform of karma, there is the attempt to uh, educate a person one person that there are two kinds of activities, sinful activities and pious activities. And sinful activities are the cause of suffering, especially certain types of previous sinful activities lead to hellish punishment, extreme suffering. So in order to avoid that, such sinful reactions before death comes, one can counteract by certain types of other activities called Prayasitta, atonement. But Parikshit Maharaj is pointing out that generally in human society is seen that people knowingly commit sin or even after having experience that uh, they are punished for sinful activities being performed. They are unable to uh, avoid repeating committing sinful activities. The seventh canto the Bhagavatam. Pralatana says, for one whose senses are not controlled, it is not possible to stop acting sinfully. It is not possible to stop acting sinfully. So therefore, it is absolutely essential that one control one's senses at least to avoid committing sinful activities. So, Parikshit Maharaj is telling, there is no use of this attainment for such people whose life is unregulated or whose senses are uncontrolled. Even if they are warned that you will have to suffer 
or even if they have experienced suffering by committing sin still they cannot stop sinning so what is the other way then shukadev goswami says that real atonement is uh, enlightenment in perfect knowledge which is called vedanta vedanta is the uh, section of the vedas describing the absolute truth brahma vidya brahma gyana so this knowledge of brahman or knowledge of absolute truth if one gets enlightenment in such knowledge then that is the proper way of atoning for uh, sinful activities committed so here it is said in this verse which is a continuation of shukadev goswami's reply to parikshit's question as to what is the use of atonement so then shukadev goswami explains what is this real atonement <coughs> he says real atonement means to follow the regulated principles of knowledge as it is explained in the gyana kanda section of the vedas and by such following such regulated principles of knowledge uh, one becomes one gradually progresses towards liberation from material contamination so this material contamination can be uh, purified by cultivation of uh, knowledge what kind of knowledge uh, spiritual knowledge brahma gyana or atma gyana so shrila prabhupada explains in the purport that the platform of gyana cultivation of uh, spiritual knowledge is better than the platform of karma or the platform on which one performs pious activities and tries to avoid sinful activities gyana is better than karma but of course the advantage of being on the platform of gyana is one is saved from going to hell one is saved from going to hell because on the platform of gyana one is sufficiently uh enlightened to avoid sinful activities very carefully avoid sinful activities one is able to act piously because on the platform of gyana sense control is possible on the platform of spiritual understanding it is possible to control the senses merely acting or trying to perform pious activities uh, does not help one restrain one's senses from acting sinfully but 
still platform of jnana is not the highest perfection because even though one is saved from going to hell or suffering hellish punishment on the platform of jnana still one is not completely free from infection of the material contamination even on the platform of jnana what is this infection that remains the platform of jnana brings one to the platform of sattva guna but the platform of sattva guna or sattva guna in the material world is never pure goodness it is always contaminated by at least a tinge of rajoguna and tamaguna in this material world there is no pure goodness except in devotional service even if one cultivates knowledge of what is atma or what is brahman or what is spirit and even if one tries to remain fixed up on the platform of spirit spiritual platform still because sattva guna in this material world is always contaminated therefore one is prone to uh, fall down from the platform of sattva guna and sometimes uh, degrade oneself or sometimes uh, commit some mistake so the platform of sattva guna in the material world is not a safe platform even though it is favorable for avoiding uh, sinful activities for controlling the senses uh, for uh, cultivation of knowledge it is favorable so this is explained by krishna in the bhagavad gita very nicely satvam rajastamaiti gunaha prakriti sambhavah nibaddanti mahabaho dehe dehinam avyayam since time immemorial all embodied beings have been bound up by these three gunas nibaddanti they are binding sattva guna is also binding this is very important to understand sattva guna is also binding so therefore in the shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 2nd chapter in the prayers offered by the demigods to lord krishna in the womb of devaki garbhastuti prayers these are very nice prayers so in one of the prayers the demigods are saying there are people who cultivate knowledge of the absolute truth but 
after elevating themselves to the spiritual platform they do not take shelter of the lotus feet of krishna either they are ignorant about krishna the personality of god or they think that the absolute truth is impersonal and krishna is a manifestation of brahman in the mode of goodness this is a the theory of the mayavadis incarnations of god are manifestation of brahman the absolute truth in mode of goodness bhagavad gita clearly explains param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adidevam ajam vibhum krishna is not manifestation of brahman in the mood of goodness krishna is manifestation of brahman in the original feature the highest feature of bhagwan the personality of godhead the transcendental personality so that the uh, impersonalists do not know or do not understand or do not realize so the demigods are praying uh, aravindaksha विमुक्तमानिनः त्वयस्तभावाद अविशुद्ध बुद्धयः बिकॉज़ देयर इंटेलिजेंस इज नॉट कंप्लीटली प्यूरिफाइड बिकॉज़ ऑफ कंटैमिनेटेड इंटेलिजेंस दे फेल टू टेक शेल्टर ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ कृष्णा थिंकिंग देमसेल्व्स लिबरेटेड विमुक्तमानिनः दे स्टिल नॉट लिबरेटेड ऑन द प्लेटफार्म सत्वगुणा in the material world satvaguna is always having a tinge of contamination of rajoguna and tamoguna but they think by situating themselves on satvaguna platform and for that they have to perform severe austerities aruya kruchrena param padam tataha they elevate themselves to satvaguna through severe austerities it's not easy uh, to uh, rise above the influence of rajoguna and tamoguna simply by uh, austerities by cultivation of knowledge jnana vairagya by jnana cultivation of uh, spiritual knowledge and by vairagya material detachment it helps one to come to satvaguna and transcend the effects of rajoguna and tamoguna but not 100% transcendental because in this material world there is no pure goodness all the devatas who are situated in the mode of goodness 
even they are having little contamination material contamination without material contamination one cannot be in the bodily concept the devatas in order to lord over material nature in order to enjoy their power or position or whatever in a subtle way they want one type of enjoyment that is not possible unless they are in the bodily conception and such bodily conception is only for those who are conditioned souls those who are completely liberated perfectly liberated they are never in bodily concept they are never conditioned by the gunas they transcendental to the gunas so in spite of performing severe austerities aruya kruchrena they elevate themselves even to the point of brahma jyoti realization of brahma the brahman aspect of the absolute truth to that extent they can elevate themselves but they cannot remain on the brahman platform krishna explains this in the bhagavad gita after elevating oneself to the brahman platform one should take to devotional service brahma bhuta prasannatma nashochati nakankshati samas sarveshu bhuteshu mad bhaktim labhate param further one has to make progress beyond brahman realization beyond elevating oneself to the brahman platform one has to make further progress and what is that further progress that further progress is only for non devotees for devotees krishna has already explained in the 14th chapter mam chayo avyabicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatityetan brahma bhuyaya kalpate now one immediately transcends the three gunas by engaging in unalloyed devotional service to krishna so devotees when they are engaged in devotional service they are already situated on the liberated platform on the brahman platform so devotional activities are not on the platform of the three gunas though they may appear to be like that they may appear to be like that for one who is ignorant about what is bhakti it may appear like devotees are also working like pious people or like enlightened gyanis pious karmis but no devotees are not acting on the platform of the three gunas simply by acting for the pleasure of vishnu this explained in the third chapter itself tadartham karma kaunteya mukta sangas samachara yagnyarthat karmana 
perform all activities as sacrifice to Vishnu. So, how do devotees perform sacrifice to Vishnu in doing devotional service? Srila Prabhupada explains in the Bhagavad Gita. Devotees perform nine kinds of sacrifices. Shavanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, uh, Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Vandanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmanivedanam. So these nine types of activities of bhakti are nine different ways of performing sacrifice for Vishnu. And the characteristic of sacrifice for Vishnu is, unlike sacrifice performed for some demigods, sacrifice to Vishnu is tadartham karma kaunteya. It is exclusively for the pleasure of Vishnu, for pleasing Vishnu. That's the nature of sacrifice to Vishnu. If at all one wants to be free from bondage, Mukta Sangha, you want to be Mukta Sangha, free from the influence of the three gunas. Then you should simply perform all activities for pleasing Vishnu. Mukta Sangha Samachara. So, uh, devotees are liberated right from the beginning stage of devotional service. Whereas those who are on the gradual path of progress from karma to jnana to bhakti, for them after they elevate themselves to the platform of Brahman, Brahman platform, Brahma Bhuta Prasanna Atma Nashochatina Kangshati Samasarveshu Bhuteshu. Then next there is further elevation required. Elevation is required to be attained to the platform of devotional service. Madhbhaktim Labate Param. That is transcendental. Or we can say that is getting fixed up on the spiritual platform. That is getting fixed up on the spiritual platform. So therefore, Srila uh, Prabhupada says in this purport, one specula- speculatively thinks himself liberated from material contamination, although actually he is not. This is the process of uh, mental speculation in order to discriminate between what is matter and what is spirit. To discriminate between matter and spirit and become detached from all matter or give up material attachments or material possessions and uh, come to the platform of uh, Brahman or spirit, spiritual platform. But on the spiritual platform, there is no 
permanent uh, position possible for those who are non-devotees. Non-devotees cannot remain on the spiritual platform, on the Brahman platform. If they don't take to devotional service. Why? It is a nature of the soul to be always active. So what is the activity on the Brahman platform? Only devotees know what is activity on this Brahman platform or spiritual platform. What is that? That is devotional service. The others who are non-devotees, they think activity means something on the material platform. So they think when we elevate ourselves to spiritual platform, we would become inactive. We would become inactive. So devotees understand even though we should stop material activities, we cannot be inactive on the spiritual platform, on the Brahman platform. It's the nature of the soul to be always active. So there is activity on the spiritual platform and that's called devotional service. That's called bhakti. So this secret is revealed only by a pure devotee of Krishna. Nobody else knows this. None of the other transcendentalists know this. That we cannot be inactive. Of course, Krishna says this in the Bhagavad Gita. But unless one hears the Bhagavad Gita's explanation from a pure devotee, one will not understand what Krishna is telling. Nahi kaschit api jatutishthati akarmakrit. Even one moment one cannot be inactive. So Srila Prabhupada explains, it's not just a question of conditioned life. It's not just that conditioned souls cannot be inactive. Even liberated souls cannot be inactive. So what is the activity on the spiritual platform, the Brahman platform? That is called bhakti. That is called bhakti. And that's clearly explained in this verse. Brahma bhuta prasanna atma nashochati nakanchati samasarvesh bhuteshu mad bhaktim lavate para. Therefore, it is said that because of not taking shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna, even if one elevates oneself to the Brahman platform, one is sure to fall down to the platform of the three gunas again. So therefore, one should take to devotional service directly. And that is possible only for fortunate souls who are able to uh, somehow come in contact with a pure devotee. Others, uh, they have to wait for gradual elevation from the platform of karma to the platform of jnana to the platform of bhakti. And it's very slow. It's very, very slow. Okay? I'll stop here. Vintara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jaya Prabhupada.